Welcome, everybody. This is Paul with the Discover It Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about overcoming criticism. We all, from the, the date that we are born until our present time, has some kind of criticism from many, many different people in our lives, I'm sure. I'm talking about myself, but I'm also saying that we are not immune from criticism from others. But uh, we're going to have uh, Jody tonight do the overcoming criticism. Go ahead, Jody. All right, thanks, Paul. Overcoming criticism has has a lot of things that we may not recognize. One of the things I remember when I was a kid, you know, we used to say, "Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me." And that was kind of like when we when we took that power of choice back, and we didn't really accept that criticism from other people. And then as that power of choice started to fade away and people started to, you know, become more emotional over what people were saying, then we started to get into, like, verbal bullying and things like that. And when we decide to do that, we're really giving other people the power to control how we think, how we feel, and our actions and things like that. So I'm going to go over some lists of things you can kind of use to evaluate yourself and and things to watch out for. So the big one is like any kind of criticism or negative feedback, if that really offends you or it really bothers you emotionally, that's going to be a sign that maybe you need to take some of these actions we're going to talk about at the end. Sometimes you uh, let other people control how you feel or other people make you angry um, or different circumstances make you angry. Uh, You may hear, I hear people say this all the time where they're like, oh, so-and-so makes me so angry or here's something that bothers me. So those are kind of those things where you're, you're really letting somebody else take control of your emotions. And maybe we've uh, changed our goals. Uh, Sometimes we get some, some pretty important goals. We maybe have a, a passion that we really want to do something for, and we try to. We think we're going to tell our friends and our family, like, "Oh, I got this idea. I'm going to do this," and and they go, they just start coming up with all these different excuses that they can think of, or reasons why it's going to be so difficult, or reasons why they wouldn't be able to do something like that, and they really start to change like how you feel about yourself. Um, another one is like the type of day that you're going to have. If you let somebody, where you you say like somebody woke up on the wrong side of the bed or somebody complains first thing when you get to work that you forgot to do something yesterday, if you let that take control of your whole day and ruin ruin your whole day, um, that's going to be something to watch out for. Sometimes people are going to try to kind of guilt you into doing things that they want you to do. And that's really going to be based on how you perceive yourself and whether you think that's, a, that's valid or not. Uh, the next one is, you know, you, you really worry about what other people think of you. Um, you're always worried about what they're saying. Um, you're always asking for other people's opinions to try to, because you don't really have that confidence in yourself or that, that strong self-esteem. Um, and we did a podcast on self-esteem. We've been talking about that a lot lately too, so I recommend checking that out. Um, if you spend a lot of time complaining about people or circumstances, something that you don't like, that's going to be a sign that you're really letting these other people's opinions and outside circumstances 
influence your choices and how you feel and think and behave. Next one is like when you say, I have to do this. Um, that's going to be something to look out for. and we'll, we'll talk about that one a little later too. And we're going to have kind of a general reaction to a lot of these different things based on our past program conditioning. Another one is going through, going through a lot of different things to prevent feeling uncomfortable, um, feeling different emotions or like embarrassment or feeling sad for something. Um, a lot of times people will go through great lengths just to change how they're behaving in order to avoid those types of feelings which are really going to be based on other people. And then difficulty setting boundaries. Um, I don't think we've done a podcast on boundaries, but we could go into a whole bunch of things like that. But when we don't set boundaries for different things, uh, we tend to let people kind of get us into doing things. You know, people are going to take up a lot of our time and our energy um, if we don't learn to say no and set some boundaries towards the way other people are feeling. The next one is um, holding a grudge where you really hold on to something somebody said or something somebody did to you. Um, we've talked about being a vic having that victim mentality where you just hold on to that and you keep rethinking that over and over and over. And even though it didn't happen over and over and over, every time you rethink that, you still set off those emotions and those feelings. So if you can see yourself in like any of those different examples, maybe that's time to kind of look at it and learn to kind of boost your confidence and learn to make different choices that help get rid of that criticism that we're feeling. And we're going to talk about sticking to the fact. Don't think of other people's opinions. Try to think of whether they're valid or not. And um, we did a podcast the other week on choices too, and that'll kind of help with some of those. There's going to be some problems that you're going to notice when you start to accept this criticism and you start giving away your choices, it's going to slowly start to program yourself to let others kind of regulate your feelings. You're always going to be controlled by how somebody treats you, how somebody is saying something, circumstances at work where they're, you'll hear people say they had a good day or a bad day at work all the time when really the, the circumstances shouldn't really control their feelings. And when you start to let other people control your feelings or other circumstances control your feelings, you're going to be on this like roller coaster of highs and lows and you're going to be pushed and pulled in all kinds of different directions. And that's just not going to make for a, a very well-rounded life, you know. When you start letting all these other opinions affect your thinking, you're going to start to let those also control your self-worth. That can go in both different ways. A lot of people will use their friends and family and different things to get the type of appreciation or recognition they want to really control their feelings on how they think about themselves. They don't really change anything. They're just trying to change the feedback coming in. And depending on the people you work with and things like that, if it's a lot of negative opinions and a lot of criticism, and you let all that stuff affect you, it's going to severely affect your self-worth and how you think about yourself. And then when we, when we do this, we're going to kind of really avoid the real problem. So just because somebody has an opinion of you or they you know, are yelling at you because they think you didn't do something all perception, you're really 
focusing on what they said or what they did, and you're letting your emotions take over. Um, you're not really evaluating the problem. You're really just avoiding it. So if you avoid it, then you're not going to have any kind of solution. You're not going to really work to change something that may need to be changed, or you may change something just because somebody said something when really should have just stuck to what you wanted to and your choice and not let their opinion affect your actions. And the next one is you're going to be more sensitive to criticism. Every time you start to react, you're going to kind of lose that awareness of how you are reacting, and uh, you're just going to start to kind of go off on that program. It's interesting because I, like, I always like to use the word constructive criticism or, or um, like valuable feedback. And I, me personally, I like to hear feedback, and I like constructive criticism because I'll, I'll analyze it and I'll look at it and I'll determine if there's something I need to change or not. But it, it, it's difficult depending on the situation. If somebody's kind of reacting and, and saying things to you, it's sometimes difficult to take out those emotions. And when you start letting those emotions control you, you're going to lose sight of your goals. Like if you had a really big goal and people are always criticizing you, you're just going to kind of give up on things. You're going to be like, oh, it's probably too hard and, you know, fall into depression or anxiety. Um, you're going to let these type of opinions ruin relationships, uh, maybe with your family, things like that, because you're just going to want to try to either make them happy and you're going to tend to grow resentful. You'd be like, maybe later on down the road, you're like, man, I really should have done that. And I would have really done that if so-and-so went to said something or or if I want to listen to all these other naysayers and all these other people. So you'll get that resentment and maybe fall into that holding that grudge towards those people or some things like that and, again, lose sight of your goals. So here's some actions and some choices that we need to take is identify those people, the ones that you say let, let control you. There's going to be those people that you recognize where every time – they say something that you go into like this emotional response and you start to change uh, the way you do things. Some people are, are just going to be the way they are. You got to, Paul always says, recognize their condition. Um, they're just kind of doing the best they can with what they know. And they may have a really low self-esteem. And anytime you say something positive, they're going to always try to kind of come back with some sort of negative comment and things like that. So recognize that their condition and learn to kind of forgive them for where they're at. You know, love them the way they are and just recognize that maybe their opinion doesn't really matter. Uh, the next one, next action step is to change the way you talk about yourself. Change what you say. Um, you hear a lot of people say, you know, my boss made me mad or this per traffic makes me mad. Whatever circumstance, whatever people are always making you mad, um, recognize that and don't say, don't like say that when you're talking with other people. Be like, oh, you know what really makes me mad or you know what really bothers me? Um, those, those things are just going to kind of reinforce that. So recognize that you're saying those things and change what you say. The next one is like maybe you had a relationship that broke up and your assumption is that you, you're telling your friends or something be like, 
yeah, it didn't work because I'm not good enough, or they broke up with me, or they cheated on me because of this. You know, that's that's not really factual. That's kind of going to be how you're looking at the situation. So don't give that one person's opinion so much power to change and determine who you are, who you think you are. And, you know, another thing you'll hear people say is, like, this person makes me feel bad about myself um, because they're always criticizing me. They're always maybe making fun of you. I remember they used to talk about the kids that were bullied were usually bullied maybe by their parents. Um, so they're, they're really just kind of mirroring that same situation that they've been in, and it really has nothing to do with you. Um, but when you start to let it um, and you start to say those things that other people are making you feel bad, it's going to lower your own self-esteem. And the next one is, is get rid of the, the phrase, I have to. You hear people say it all the time, like, oh, I have to go to work, or I have to do this, and I have to go to my family's, you know, uh, to have dinner because that's what I do. You don't have to do any of that stuff. You've made a choice that that's what you've decided to do. There are consequences for some things that you are supposed to do, um, but you don't have to do those. You evaluated the consequences, you looked at the pros and cons, and you said, I'm going to decide, I'm going to make the choice to do this because it's the best thing for me. Um, if it's dealing with, like, relationships or family members, you know, you don't have to go visit your family. You make the choice to go visit your family uh, because they're important to you and you value them. So, and the next one is, I like to say, look before you leap. Think before you react. Look at the situation and really figure out what's going on. Look at the other person's condition. Try to think about what other possibilities could be going on. Take a step back. Uh, maybe count to ten. Uh, take some breaths, things like that. Things to make you relax before you react. All these things are going to kind of decrease that uh, physiological response that we get when we're not used to controlling our emotions yet. Once we can start to control our emotions the way people, if people are criticizing us and we can stop it before the emotional response takes off, then we can have that decision-making mind where we're, we make a decision on what we're going to say or what we're going to do. Sometimes that might mean leaving the situation, walking away, say something like, I'm not really willing to talk about this right now. Can we talk about this later? Or maybe if they just keep elevating their emotions, depending on their condition, you might just have to walk away. Um, the next thing is, even if you're out of the situation, something happens, a lot of times we get that it, right, that internal thought that keeps replaying and replaying that situation. And it just builds up that frustration or anger or things like that. Uh, sometimes we have to do different things to maybe distract ourselves. One, we have to recognize it, uh, identify that we're ha in that situation. Those are the things we're doing. And maybe go for a walk, maybe do some yoga, maybe go to the gym, something to kind of help us calm down and just stop thinking about the situation for a little bit. Um, maybe it's reading a book. A lot of times that, that same thinking will creep back in. You'll be like, oh, you'll think about something different about the situation. Stop it and continue on and, and just be like, I'll worry about that later. The next big one is, you know, evaluating opinions critically. Remember, a lot of these things that you hear, a lot of the situations, things like that, are really 
your perceptions. To look at it with just the facts kind of gets rid of the emotions, right? We can retain that power of choice when we can make a good evaluation of the feedback, when we can de determine if what they're saying is really valid. Maybe you weren't performing as good as you were supposed to be at work. Maybe that was valid. Maybe you need to look at some stuff or practice some things or improve some skills. Maybe in a relationship you weren't being a good partner or things like that. But to evaluate it critically without the emotions, then you can find some different steps. You can look at some solutions. There's solutions for everything out there. Sometimes what the person said may have been completely on them. Maybe they were angry for some reason. They felt a certain way because they reacted, and their opinion had nothing to do with you. It was just something they did because that's how, what they needed to do in the situation they were in to try to help their self-defense mechanism. So maybe their opinion had absolutely nothing to do with you. So when we receive, like, some criticism or feedback, we have to remember that looking at the facts, like, are they true? Are they not true? And sometimes if they're not true, we can look at different examples where we did a good job or we were good at that. And, you know, without the emotions involved, we can kind of determine which facts are good and which ones are bad and things we need to work on. Maybe the person's making the feedback just because they're required to, or maybe their boss said they had to. So kind of look at where that's coming from. Maybe they're going through a really bad relationship and they're taking it out uh, with their employees at work or things like that. So looking at that condition again and determine whether they, maybe they didn't get enough sleep the night before, things like that. There's a lot of different things people will react uh, the way they do and their criticism might not be important at all. And then the next one is look at, do I need to change my behavior? And it kind of ties all back into that. We're just doing a good evaluation of the facts and what things maybe we could improve. Things like that just to recognize that we do have a choice in whether we want to change or not. Um, when we're talking about goals, maybe we're looking at that, and that is a good goal. Maybe all those opinions and things don't matter. So recognizing that some of those opinions aren't going to matter and that we can choose to do what we want to do uh, to improve ourselves, that's going to start boosting our own confidence and start to kind of give us that power back to be able to control our feelings and how we react and things like that for other people's criticism. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Jody really appreciate the uh, presentation on uh, overcoming criticism. Let me ask you, uh, Jody, the, when you were in the service for 20 years, you were, uh, had the management of uh, other people in your, your squad, right? Um, a few times I was, um, not a whole lot. The times that you uh, had the uh, other sailors that you were managing, did you ever uh, remember doing any constructive criticism with them, and how was the response? So I think in my field, there was a lot of, and I think this might go across the, the militaries in general, is there's a lot of 
you could say constructive criticism. We used to call them critiques and things like that, where uh, we, we were always trying to make things better, and we didn't have a lot of time. So typically we always focused on, you know, what people needed to improve to become better. And in that type of environment, when you're doing that all the time, all the time, there wasn't a lot of time where people would give positive feedback. Now where I work, uh, we do positive and negative feedback uh, for things that we do on a daily basis. So that really helps to kind of give people the credit for when they're doing either maybe just their regular job and not screwing something up or doing a good job or finding a problem, things like that. I think typically in the, in the military, they'll if you find a problem, they, they want you to have the solution. They want you to come up with the solution. So it, the constructive criticism probably wasn't that constructive. Um, and I think in the Navy, there was a lot of mentality with a lot of people where it, it seemed like we were always kind of, it was like poke fun at other people. And you become really good at give and take and all that type of stuff. And it's definitely not a good culture to be in um, for personal development, that's for sure. But it was one of those things that's very difficult to get over. So something I work on every day. Well, really appreciate the presentation, Jody. Uh, I got a, a lot of uh, good information, and so does you know many people that's listening to us, I'm sure. Uh, thank you very much. Appreciate it fantastically. Thanks. Ray, you on the line? Yeah, I'm here, Paul. Asking the question that I asked Jody, how has a criticism, overcoming criticism in your past life and present life uh, affected you? Um, overcoming criticism, it allows you the freedom to, to uh, be yourself, you know, to live your life. And you can't really, that's the saddest part about it is that you can't be who you are. You can't find your true purpose or get onto your journey when you're frozen in fear of what people think and what people say to you. So as I released that fear and that need to uh, have people approve of me or accept me, the more I was able to become myself and, and more and more every day. Did you have a lot of people in your life that uh, uh, criticized you and you had to try to overcome that criticism? Um, so the, the interesting thing about me and my life is I, uh, I know a lot of people experience this, but a lot of people don't realize that, that I grew, you know, cold and distant as a child, as a teenager. And so I told myself I didn't care what people thought. You know, I, I, uh, so for, for most of my life, I've had the experience of, not really caring, at least that's what I told myself. I didn't care what people thought. Didn't even care about myself much, you know, most most of the time. Just didn't care at all. But in reality, I think everyone cares. You know, deep down inside, it's, nat it's natural. So 
what I had to overcome first was realizing my lie to myself and that that was just a defense mechanism because, you know, I was trying to navigate those feelings, you know, putting up that wall, that defense, and then uh, learning that it was just that. Then I had to face the actual feelings of what people thought and things like that. So I did have to overcome that. I had to overcome it in both those different ways. Thank you very much, Ray. Appreciate your uh, input. You know, raised, like myself, raised in a very negative, uh, invalidating atmosphere, I had to first identify as I got older that I was being invalidated. I was being criticized. And lots of times it was not warranted. But as I grew and as I got into myself and understanding who I really thought I was, I began to realize that uh, other people sometimes criticize you just to try to justify their own so-called negative feelings about themselves. And uh, once I'd identified that, I confronted that I had a choice, you know. Do I listen to them or do I listen to myself and my emotions and do something about it? And, of course, that's when I began to get on a journey of self-discovery and learn that uh, I have to overcome these so-called negative feelings that I have when people put me down. And uh, you have to work at it. You have to identify that you have them. You have to confront them and accept them or don't accept them and do something about it. And uh, I think that becoming proactive and challenging these so-called comments of others and the comments that we even say to ourselves is a situation that we have to work on seven days a week, 365 days a year. So just work with yourself, identify these feelings and emotions that you have, disregard what other people say, and uh, let it be constructive criticism and become proactive and do something about it, which you haven't done before. Anybody like to say anything else before we get off the presentation this evening? All right, gang. Next week, next Thursday night, I want to uh, remind everybody... Definitely be here at 7.30. Call in at 518-992-1035. And the access code is 655145. want to thank uh, Jody for the presentation and the input and also Ray. And uh, we'll see you next week. Tell your friends, relatives, and even your enemies. And be real. See you next week.